Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores all over the Twin Cities. Mine happens to be at Grand and Dale in St. Paul. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores bringing you this wonderful podcast. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby coffee shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. All right, get this. This is from the College Fix, which is a great site on the Destroyed Academy. Uh, A website run by University of Washington students allows individuals to publicly accuse people of sexual assault with no evidence. The website is called Make Them Scared UW. It was first registered in November last year. I am scared. I, ah. This thoroughly frightens me. Uh, it was registered in November of last year, but reportedly launched in late September of this year by University of Washington students, the daily UW campus newspaper reported. It appears that the list of accused rapists and sexual assault perpetrators has grown substantially on the site in recent weeks, in the wake of the rape claims made against U.S. Supreme Court Justice nominee Brett Kavanaugh. Meanwhile, one student named on Make Them Scared UW told the college fix that the allegation is false, that the University of Washington has dismissed the allegations against him as completely uncorroborated and cleared him of any wrongdoing. Thus far, every person named on the list is male, and their names include the school they attend. Many listed on the site appear to be University of Washington students, but as apparent word of this site has spread, students from many other colleges are now listed too. The site does not employ any mechanisms to verify the truth of any accusations it publishes, and the website's moderators attempt to protect themselves from liability or criticism by stating atop the list of the accused, please remember, just because a name is on this list does not mean the individual is guilty. All it means is that we have received an accusation against them. Well, there was a time in this country when uh, a college would not print the names of somebody without evidence. Right. What are we witnessing here? It's like the parents are away for the weekend uh, all across the world. No accountability. The moderators of the website did not respond to the college fix's repeated request for a comment. The fix sought to learn if the site's moderators had any concerns about accusations being directed at innocent people. 
and whether or not the website has received any legal challenges for publishing unverified allegations. According to the Frequently Asked Question page on the website, Make Them Scared UW is a communal rape list. It is intended to be an online hub for anyone who wants to expose the names of their attackers and harassers and to fill a gap left by inadequate treatment of these cases by formal institutions. Innocent, innocent people are going to have their, their reputations ruined. You just, you're seeing it play out. You're seeing the same attitude in the college here as you are in the U.S. Senate, where Democrats are entirely comfortable calling Kavanaugh guilty without evidence. No evidence. And they're entirely comfortable calling him guilty. Am I, am I incorrect? No, you're, you're exactly right on. How is it going to work on the other side when, when a, a, a Democrat is accused? And, I, and I, I hope this doesn't happen because I don't want this trend to continue, but it makes me wonder how this will be handled by the euphorians. And I, I, I guess I don't count Keith Ellison's accusations in there right now. I'm talking about on more of a national scale or in the scene. The Ellison allegations are uh, far more, uh, carry more weight, uh, I would argue because rhetorically, was... than uh, Blasey Ford's allegations. The timeline is is closer. Uh, dates are remembered. Uh, there's apparently the video on and on and on. Uh, but Ellison apparently will survive this. Uh, and he's asked the House Ethics Committee to investigate him, and everybody thinks that was noble. Well, stop for a minute. What the hell does he care? He's leaving the House. Right. What What point was a House Ethics Committee? Right. None. Yeah, Plus, they gone. wouldn't have their work completed by the time he, he's trying to run for the Attorney General. Very calculated. It's all hypocrisy. Very calculated. It's all yes. hypocrisy. In an interview with the student newspaper, The Daily UW, University of Washington School of Law associate professor Zar Syed said that the website moderators could face considerable risk of a defamation lawsuit by anyone whose name they mention in connection with the criminal behavior or sexual assault that gives rise to civic civil uh, liability. You know what it's going to take? It's going to take a billionaire who doesn't like the way the world is going to go to places like the University of Washington and sue the hell out of them. Mm. Sue them. Bring them to their knees. This is, this is a direct result of, of students in the destroyed academy believing themselves to be entitled to whatever truth they concoct. And they'll stop at nothing. Apparently they will not stop at anything. Troubling thoughts. Facebook, you gotta you gotta toll the political line of Facebook, or you can't work there. Well, I I predict that by the way, that guy'll get fired, Kaplan. Just because he attended, apparently he and Kavanaugh have been lifelong friends. He's a, he's a buddy. Well, what will be? Will there be a, a litmus test that you need to, to to go through to take when you are going to apply at a? Major company like Facebook? Apparently. 3M never told their employees how to vote. General here's Mills? Why, here's why I'll take that bet. I don't I don't think this guy will lose his job, and here's why. Because there's no evidence of 
of any wrongdoing as far as an employee. That's not what's at stake here. No, go, I, go I finish your thought, and I'll tell you. Where, I'll, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll just tell you why you're wrong. Because right? this yeah. guy would have, he, he, it would be easy money for this guy to have a lawsuit against that company. Don't you think? That's that's the first thought I have. But I don't. I don't disagree with you. By the way, I think it's it's. This is the this is the society that we live in now. But my God, this guy would. This would be the easiest case in the history of mankind. Well, there is that aspect of it. But getting back to your earlier point. Uh, there being no evidence that this guy did anything wrong is not what's important to these people. That's true. You don't right. care about evidence. You're right. Clearly. That's just how they feel. Trump, evil. Trump, judicial nominee, evil. Must be outraged. Must protest. Must resist. Sound like a robot. And what's this? Uh, our Who's director of public po- world public <laughs> policy is a friend of Kavanaugh? That can't be. Driverless host. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's just amazing. Why are you bringing me down on a Friday? Yeah, no Don't kidding. you have any positive Friday news? Yeah, but I got to take you down a, a couple more times. <laughs> Jesus. It's on the How spindle. long is the show going to be? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be longer than you think. Uh, okay. I'm going to bring you down one final time. Okay. Uh the Pittsburgh Marathon ran into some problems earlier this month when it announced Chick-fil-A as the official title partner for its children's race. Do not tell oh, me. Oh, do God. not tell me. Uh, right now, I'm going to do this. Pittsburgh Three Rivers Marathon announced its partnership with Chick-fil-A Pittsburgh late last month and celebrated with a family-oriented event on October 2nd. Children posed for photos with the iconic, get iconic, uh, Foghorn, please. The iconic cow mascot dressed in running gear and took home prizes and coupons. Chick-fil-A Pittsburgh serves as the title partner of the Kids Marathon and a presenting partner for Kids of Steel, a nutrition and activity program for children in southwestern Pennsylvania. Uh, We're grateful to Chick-fil-A for their support and are thrilled uh, to share uh, are thrilled that they share our commitment to inspiring the next generation of runners throughout the Pittsburgh region. Troy Schooley. Uh, senior vice president of the marathon said in a statement, but the partnership was decried by some, including those in the LGBT activist community. Sure. Oh, no, no, no. Pittsburgh has brought Chick-fil-A on as a sponsor of their youth races. Sue Kerr, founder and editor of the Pittsburgh lesbian correspondence blog wrote on Twitter, LGBTQRPPYNDVUMPQRST and youth from non-Christian faiths deserve better. This is a divisive, hurtful choice. And from non-Christian faith? Mm-hmm. On her blog, Kerr argued that it's highly inappropriate for any Christian organization or business to eagerly jump into anything to do with youth and children right now, citing the ongoing sex abuse controversies in the Catholic Church and the sexual misconduct allegations against Kavanaugh. So the same people who are upset that Kaplan showed up at Kavanaugh's hearing are the same people who would uh, say to the people of Pittsburgh, you cannot affiliate yourselves with Chick-fil-A. Because they don't think the way we do. There's no evidence that Chick-fil-A used this sponsorship to proselytize anybody about faith. 
It just happens to be a country, a, a business that closes on Sundays and was founded by a guy who believes in a marriage between a man and a woman. The, the same guy who believed that didn't say that you couldn't be a member of the LGBT community. Right. It's just the money. It's we're, a sponsorship. We're, being, we're just being torn apart, but not enough people are pushing back. That's why the pushback T-shirt was the largest selling T-shirt in state fair history. That's true. Pushback. And it was simple. How, how can this be? How can this woman be uh, taken seriously? She even managed to drag the Catholic Church into it. Right. The Catholic Church has made a lot of mistakes, but I don't think they've had anything to do with the Pittsburgh Marathon. Probably not. They promote running too. I think they want everybody. What would happen here? The marathon here is Sunday. Yeah. What would happen here if Chick Fil A was identified as a sponsoring partner? I'll bet you you'd get outraged. Oh, you absolutely would. You'd have some protests. Isn't that pathetic? Yes, it is. Kerr and others have circulated a petition demanding that the uh, marathon retract its partnership with Chick Fil A. Earlier this year, the American. In response to the criticism, the Pittsburgh Marathon said it strives to be inclusive of any and all members of the Pittsburgh community and promised to continue, continue to be accepting of any individual or family who wants to participate in our events. That's the other terrible irony here. Having to justify? The, this woman, Kerr, uh, would, would fancy herself a champion of inclusiveness, but not, not anybody who actually had a Christian belief. Well, then she's a liar. She's a hypocrite. She's not inclusive of everybody. Right. She probably has a sign in her yard. All are welcome here. Except if you're except a, for you little ask except me and right. the Chick-fil-A people. Right. <laughs> Isn't that something? Well, and Chick-fil-A was the guy, uh, uh, help me, is it Jack Dorsey? The Twitter uh, the CEO? Twitter guy? Is it Jack Dorsey? I believe it is. Is that his name, Reavers? Yes. He had to apologize because he, he had the audacity to say he enjoyed a meal at Chick-fil-A. And the club got after him, so he backtracked. <clears throat> Just like Kaplan backtracked and apologized to Facebook because he violated the club rules. You must think what we tell you to think. How would you? Why would you ever want to be a member of that club? <laughs> how, how comfortable are you being told what you can think? I would hate that. I, well, of course and, and you that would. coming from... From people that think they're such independent thinkers, yet they're making, allowing these people to say, this is the way we want you to think. They're liars and hypocrites. I think I better turn our attention to uh, news that's brighter. Okay. Why don't you call Patrick? Okay. Reeves. There we go. go. Give give Pat a call. Let's see if we can line him up here. Yes, sir. Hey, you answer that, will ya? I'm on a phone. <laughs> I got a movie for you. Good, ready, I'm ready. <laughs> what, called... what am I supposed to do? Some jackass is probably trying to sell me a uh, a uh, <laughs> warranty on a car I sold five years ago. Right, I'd like right. to track these people down and with machetes. <laughs> Wow. Well, you got the time. Well, yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> you do. I got Say, the time. have you? Do you ever read a book called The Sisters Brothers? 
Uh, no, I did not. Well, I did, and now I see it's a film uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and John C. Riley. It was oh, yeah. one of the strangest, strangest. It was a western novel, and yeah. but it was fantastic. It was strange and dark and full of twists and turns that absolutely turned that whole western novel genre on its head. I can't recommend the book highly enough. It's called The Sisters Brothers. Uh, Reeves, look it up. Uh, it's Eli's sisters and his brother Charlie's sisters, and yes, and yeah, I, anyway, I, I, anyway, it's a movie, so maybe you want to check yes, it out. I'll have to check it out. Joaquin Phoenix drives me crazy, but in this kind of movie, he's probably pretty good. Now, I got something. I got a tip for you. All right, you got a pen in front of you. I do. I do. Or a pencil. Write down these two numbers. All right, six one two one ninety six one nine six. And eight seven eight. Eight seven eight. Yes. So now, if you want to watch a baseball game the next week, you click <laughs> either one or the other. All right. You don't have to go through ESPN <laughs> or any of this other stuff. Yeah. You go to one ninety six or eight seventy eight. I Those got are the two. Well, believe it or not, I got a bunch of these stations on Post-it notes in my garage. And to find the <laughs> Milwaukee game yesterday, yeah. I, had, I went through damn near every Post-it note I got until I finally got it. I think it was FSN Plus. Fox yes, Sports 1. Yes, Fox Sports 1. Yeah, 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 I got that on a Post-it note. Yeah. Yes, well, that's good because we worry about you at this time of year. Oh, I worry about great. me. I click all over myself, too. Yeah, so yeah. it's not easy. So anyway. That was a fairly long ball game yesterday. Uh, oh, well, yes. Uh, you know, John Hader, or Josh Hader, excuse me, uh, the left-hander who just merely strikes people out for Milwaukee, and he's got a 2-0 lead, and he hooks them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they give up two in the ninth. Uh, Johnny Height, were you watching? That was a, that was I, a miracle. I did see it, yes. That was a miracle they got out of that ninth without giving up another mm-hmm. run. Uh, My favorite part but, of yesterday's ball game, Pat, was when uh, Ryan Braun hit that single and Yelich goes back to first, <laughs> and I thought Braun was going to cut his head off. He was so uh, mad well, at Yelich. And they, I heard, I was listening on the radio, and they said the guy at first base, the first base coach, yeah. was looking at his stopwatch. Oh, you're kidding. He thought the ball had been caught, and he's oh. looking at his stopwatch so, he, stopwatch, so he's not yelling, he's not giving Yelich any help at all, so... So it's not often that a first base coach can screw up, but apparently this. Well, as a first base coach, I've made a blunder <laughs> or two in my time. Four ball yes, games well, today, boys. Yes, uh, there's uh, one about to start right now. Boy, I've had a hard day today. I watched the Quincy Jones documentary, which is fabulous. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then uh, now I get to watch four ball games, so it's a hard day here. <laughs> and then just go online for machetes. Find out the you know easiest way at Amazon.com to get a machete. Then I'm going to hire a private investigator. And the next time somebody says, this is your very last opportunity to get this warranty until I call you again in three hours. <laughs> uh, the Sisters Brothers, Joe, is it Patrick DeWitt? Is that what you're looking for? Uh, uh, the author's name, yeah. 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 I recommend the book. It's uh, very different. Johnny Height, you'd love it. It, uh, yeah, I'm just reading the synopsis here. Yeah. It looks very interesting. Yeah. These Tim two, Wander, uh, it's, Tim Wander gave me. The, he's a, quite the reader. He gave me a big plug for uh, J.K. Rowling as a mystery writer. Galbraith, have huh. you read any of her stuff yet? She's I, doing I, it under a 
a pseudonym. I read one of the wizard books to see what all the commotion was about, but I haven't read uh, any of her uh, pseudonym stuff. Yeah, she's got four of them, and I, I'm happy. I got I got started on one. That's pretty good. And but, Camp has a new Virgil Flowers book out called Holy Ghost, which I'm only forty pages in, but so far it's hilarious. Good. I'll, uh, I, I like Virgil Flowers. I like him. If he and uh, and Lucas Davenport were in a duel, I'd go with uh, Virgil Flowers. I think he'd figure out a way to trick him. Yeah, yes, he would. Say, <laughs> yeah. uh, Iowa at the Gophers. You don't like uh, the Gophers' chances, I take it. I don't know how good Iowa is. I saw them play Wisconsin, and that was a hell of a game. Very defensive, very low-key. I, I don't think you ought to try to beat Iowa by uh, trying to out-muscle them. Uh, you might want to, uh, you know, try to get the ball downfield to Tyler Johnson or something like that. I think you're going to have to make a few big plays against them because uh, they, uh, you know, they like to play 17 to 14 games. So uh, you, you might, you, be, you better be able to open it up a little bit. But uh, they're not, they're they're okay. They're not terrific. They're you know, you're playing them at your place. Unlike Wisconsin, which is of course has been a couple of notches above Iowa the last 15 years, but. The Gophers have beaten Iowa with a, a fair degree of frequency, even even in the last twenty years. They be, they beat Iowa once in a while. Remember when we? What was it? Was it Kills' second year? We rushed the field because we beat a five and six Iowa team up here, guys. What, oh, that's that? right. Mm-hmm. Yes, they rushed they rushed the field. So I'm sure we'll get a field rush if we were to beat the Hawkeyes. As uh, as uh, above average as they are. And Fleck would lead the rush. Oh, he would. He would, <laughs> for sure. I texted you two weeks ago because I actually saw Fleck hugging an official during the game because he liked the call the guy made. He hugged no, an hug. official. You can't hug an official. No, no, that should be 15 yards. Absolutely. Or, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe the guy likes boys, and it's, it's an unfair advantage. That's right. Damn, like, you know, How do you like the Vikings-Philadelphia uh, rematch? Ah, Philadelphia has as many problems as our guys do. Philadelphia is, uh, they played a very mediocre Tennessee team. They had a two touchdown lead. They kicked it away. Then they had it one. They had what? Four fourth. They had four fourth downs on the last drive and, uh, they let uh, Tennessee convert every one of them. Hmm. So, uh, they're not, uh, they are not what they were. They just had that. They had that machismo going for them late last year. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the same for them. Uh, they're they're not as good as they appeared in the last uh, two games of last season. So uh, the Vikes got it. It you know I don't know what we have, what we saw of this defense the last two three weeks is that real or do they get their act back together because they do they still have good players i just don't know what's been wrong with them was, was it you who quoted bruce boudreau saying by christmas there's 27 teams that can make the playoffs and four who can't and i don't have an yes. idea who those he four does. might be yes yes i had the feeling was... last night watching a lot of the wild game losing at colorado I, I i have no feeling whatsoever for what direction i think this team is capable of going no, that's what I'm saying. Well, that league is damn near impossible. Yeah. Isn't it? I mean, there, you know, there's there was actually some blowouts the first two days, but uh, uh, including uh, the much improved Buffalo Sabers getting shut out four to nothing at home last night, and uh, the Golden Knights getting hammered at home by Philadelphia. But you know, when the push comes to shove, every game's two to two in the third period. How the hell do you know who's going to win? 
Yeah. Uh, and we right. we thought Ovechkin would never score another goal, and he scored one on opening night in that romp. Uh, who'd they beat? They had somebody. They, they had the Bruins. Boston yeah. 7-0. 7-0 over and the then, Bruins. And then did you see their game last night? 7-6. to six, They lose to Pittsburgh in, I don't know if it was overtime or shootout mm. or what it was, but there was they a lost 7-6. There was a great tweet that said, I think Ovechkin just stopped partying. You know, from the <laughs> from the celebration, he's just coming in right, right. now. <laughs> well, you know, I I actually feel sorry for that guy because I mean, he was despite all the drinking and carousing and hell raising, he ain't a young man anymore. Mm-hmm. And they just stopped playing about two weeks ago. I mean, it was the end of June. Yep. I, if I was running that team right now, I'd be playing him about twelve minutes a game, mm-hmm. and uh, having you know, put him on a third line and play him a hell of a lot less. I would think. Save him for I, May and June. Yes, yes, he might not. Uh, he might not have that much steam left in him. Who knows? Pat, speaking of uh, fines and suspensions, I got a text from the old mayor during the Cubs wild card game, and he says, "Is this the bleeping guy that can't throw to first base?" Talking about John <laughs> yeah, Lester, yeah, John and he Lester. said, "I'd fine him twenty-five million dollars." Twenty-five million. I want twenty-five you know million. <laughs> he could pay it. Yeah. He could pay it. I think his contract was uh, well over a hundred, so he could pay it. <laughs> he could pay it. That's for sure. If you but, can't uh, throw to first base <laughs> as an uh, as a pitcher in the Major League Baseball, you should be you should be confined to playing baseball somewhere in India. <laughs> why oh, why uh, India? Did did were you guys watching? By the way, when that guy took off on him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was great because okay, here okay here's the timing, Joe. He's left. The guy's left first. Yep. Now Lester throws home. <laughs> you know, like three seconds later, Lester throws home. The Why wouldn't you be, bunt? The guy had to be eight feet from second base by the time he threw home. Every time Lester's pitching, why don't you just bunt it back to him? Right. And then just parade well, around the bases. <laughs> I don't think he's this bad throwing guy. He can be bunted on, but the real paranoia is uh, trying to pick guys off. Yeah, it's that's uh, not going to happen. Take off. Do you remember last year he picked a guy off with he, but he he didn't take a step. He threw it flat footed. The guy took yeah. off. He threw it flat-footed and looked like, I don't know what he looked like. Me? Uh, Leland. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> like a little kid, but he picked him off. First one he'd picked off in three years or something I'll like tell that. tell you what, though, he's been pretty good lately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, what's odd about him is four times a year, he goes an inning and two-thirds and gives up eight runs. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the time he's good, but he has these games where he just gets hammered. Maybe they uh, maybe they show him videos of him on the ball the first. Well, I was at his start last year, uh, the last That's game right. before the the All Star break. The boy and I went when he <laughs> faced Pittsburgh. He gave up ten runs in the first inning. I went, well, this has been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sisters, brothers, Patrick. Okay, I'm uh, I'm on it. Thank you. I got plenty of time to read. Yes, you do. All right. <laughs> Thank you. See you. And Bye. when we come back, we're going to get uh, right into the John Height News experience. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Uh, here in Minnesota, state health officials have issued an alert to doctors after six Minnesota kids were diagnosed with a rare virus-linked disorder that causes reduced mobility or paralysis in the arms and legs. What? I don't like yeah, this. I don't either. Uh, it's called acute 
flaccid myelitis, or AFM. The six cases have been reported since September 20th, prompting the Minnesota Department of Health to ask doctors to be on the lookout for the disorder, which has severe consequences, uh, but, well, they're not really sure of origins all the time. Chris Arismans with the uh, Health Department Infectious Disease Section says it's very rare and certainly something we're taking very seriously. It can be a very devastating situation for children and their families, she said. The disease attacks the nervous system via the spinal cord. Symptoms usually include a sudden onset of arm or leg weakness, loss of muscular reflexes, but can also include drooping eyelids, slurred speech, and difficulty swallowing. These six Minnesota kids, all 10 and younger, hospitalized due to their conditions. They come from the Twin Cities, Central Minnesota, and Northeastern Minnesota. Erisman said she hopes that closer study of the children and any other cases uncovered through the latest alert to doctors could uncover some common causes. Well, this is the largest cluster to be reported in Minnesota. It's not the first time in the state. Minnesota had three cases in 2014, usually zero to one case every year since. Nationally, most cases have been reported each year in September. So, Are we, um, boy, I'm about to open up a huge can yeah. of worms, but I don't care. Is this a result of kids not getting vaccinated? That uh, That is not... Uh, in, I saw two stories. Neither one indicated that. I don't. Well, know. they're not I, going I, to because they don't yeah. want to start the public firestorm. I, I, I don't know uh, if there is a vaccination for AFM, so I, I can't. I, I can't really answer. I don't that, know either. Truthful. Yeah. Get your kids vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's here. Here you go. Maybe this will help. It's linked to unknown genetic and environmental factors. So I don't know if there's a something that can mm-hmm. prevent that from happening or not. So I don't know. Don't be stupid. Get so your kids vaccinated. Man, give them a shot. A man in Florida has been arrested after he threatened to shoot senators who don't support Brett Kavanaugh for the Supreme Court. Oh, not helping, bud. Not helping. <laughs> not really. Not nope. terribly helpful. Yep. James Royal Patrick Jr. arrested Wednesday, charged with making written threats to kill or injure. Investigators say they got an email tip at 11 that morning about threatening posts that he made on his Facebook page last month. Authorities said that Patrick threatened to shoot members of Congress and their families, depending on which way the confirmation vote went. He also made threats against any local and federal law enforcement officers that might respond to his home because of those uh, Facebook mentions. Besides threatening Democrats and what he called weak Republicans who might oppose Kavanaugh, Patrick also encouraged conservatives to break into liberals' homes and kill them in their sleep. Jeez. Go away. Okay. Vitamin D. Oh, su- don't worry. He is. Yeah, yeah, right. he For will. a long, he will. long time. <laughs> Vitamin D supplements do not improve bone mineral density or prevent fractures or falls in adults. That according to a new study that advises health professionals to stop recommending the supplements to most patients. What's your uh, what's your buddy's theory, Joe, on all the vitamins that we're taking? We have very expensive urine. Yep. The vitamin has <laughs> long been associated with a, de- a decreased risk of a number of conditions like osteoporosis. What and hi- vitamin is this, John? Vitamin D. So we're supposed to take this one? Uh, this one, not, no. Oh. Not for bone density. I see. But uh, there are other reasons to take it. Okay. So, uh, uh, what are uh, those reasons? Well, it uh, supposedly it helps in winter because uh, here we don't get much sunshine and most of your vitamin D comes from the sun. I see. So they say still, uh, still take it. And when the sun's out in the winter, I often go outside and just stand there. Oh, yeah. Yep. Just Thanks to, for letting us in. Just to absorb the uh, <laughs> sun. Letting us in. To get some video of that. Waiting yeah. for a bird to hit the window and, oh, yeah. and nurse, <laughs> to it, nurse back it back to, back to life. <laughs> uh, here's a local story making uh, the rounds everywhere now online. A motionless squirrel, apparently stunned by a passing car, was revived by a Minnesota driver who performed chest compressions 
Gross. Touch that <laughs> lice-infested <laughs> squirrel. Beside the road. See you. Police did he go mouth-to-mouth on it? Uh, no, he, he rubbed it, basically. Uh, police officers. I bet he did. No wonder the squirrel didn't move. Police officers on patrol. <laughs> I got a good thing going. I'm going to lay it low here. Police officers on patrol in Brooklyn Park thought the man at first was performing CPR. Oh, in a police God. video posted to the department Facebook page, the man told the officers he swerved to avoid the animal, didn't think he hit it. The squirrel was not bleeding. The man says he didn't think he hit it hard, otherwise it would have, quote, popped. The man flips the Ooh, squirrel. What the hell? Man flips the squirrel onto its belly as he strokes its back. <laughs> got a little, got a little gurney out there, little toothpicks. Uh, frequent contributor Jordy has one question about this story. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> We're not short of squirrels. Right. Right. We right. got them. We got. You can get you a squirrel. As he uh, strokes its back, the animal starts to come around. Well, he's a squirrel whisperer. The squirrel eventually darts away, and the officer tells the boy, "There he goes. You saved his life, dude." That's uh, everywhere online right now. Mm-hmm. Huh? National, local, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You'd uh, think the president being in town would be a little bit uh, <laughs> more interesting than the squirrel you'd story. Think so, or get more pub. Is uh, is this a, a sort of a weird barn find here? Did you see this story about the Volkswagen? Let group? me. That's coming up next. Oh, it is. Yeah, because I, 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 well, I've been bumming everybody out, so I wanted to do some happy stuff. Oh, okay, now this. you're finally coming around toward the. John, end of the do you have the news about tornadoes? I don't. Uh, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association, not a uh, not a talk host, mm-hmm. not a talk show host. Uh, according to their Storm Prediction Center, which keeps a daily count of cumulative numbers of tornadoes in the U.S. each year and recent years, uh, has we've had an unusually low number of tornadoes. As of October three, the cumulative total for 2018 is 759. The previous lowest number of tornadoes for this date was 761, and these records go back 65 years. Uh, I guess we're just lucky, huh? I guess that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. If, if we had 2,000 tornadoes this year, we would have been told it's because Americans uh, have profligate ways. Right. But because it's low now, I guess we're just lucky. Yeah. Yeah. An apparent fight between street performers in Times Square ended with a slashing that left one man in the hospital. Not the naked cowboy. Uh, nope. Uh, these this were actually two break dancers. Oh. Two break Uh-oh. dancers got into an argument. Uh, turned Over in, turf? Turned into a brawl. Thank God it wasn't the topless gals that come oh, through there. 20-year-old man was slashed in the neck. It happened Thursday night near an old Navy store on 44th Street and 7th Avenue, a large pedestrian plaza, a very high-traffic area. Uh, the man was taken to Bellevue Hospital for treatment. He's in stable condition. No tourists were involved in the brawl. Video posted showed one shirtless man handcuffed at the scene. The NYPD said a total of six people were taken in for questioning. Unclear if any charges had been filed by Friday morning, and police say the investigation is ongoing. He was disrespected on yeah. his turf. I didn't see any break the answers last time I was there. Mm. After police found methamphetamine in plain view on a nightstand in his home, a Louisiana man claimed that a ghost had put the narcotics in his residence, according sure. to the arrest yeah, report. That's possible. They're out there. That's possible. Responding to a reported stabbing, sheriff's deputies encountered 59-year-old Michael Ottenberry at the door of his West Monroe residence. Uh, Ottenberry cursed at the police and said people who were obvi- also cursing, according to the report, at people who obviously were not there. Deputies quickly determined that he had not, as he claimed on the 911 call, been stabbed in the head by an axe, nor were there any intruders. While making sure that Ottenberry's residence was clear, deputies spotted in plain view on a nightstand an open brown paper containing one gram of methamphetamine. Ottenberry surmised that a ghost of intru- a ghost or intruders put the meth on him 
were exiting that home through a nearby window. <laughs> Police report noted that was not accurate. Thank you, John. Yep. Uh, now I'm going to cheer you all up here Good. in just a Thank moment. Thank God. Just cheer we waited you all up long enough. Yeah, all right. Goodness. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. I ripped this story out of John's hands. These are my favorite stories. This, oh, it's a great story. What is it? These are among my favorite stories ever. Involves a driverless car. Get ready for it. Involves, it involves a car. Get ready with the foghorn, please. Okay. The Volkswagen Beetle, seen in a certain light, could be called the most important and iconic <laughs> car of all time. With over 21 million Beetles produced from 1938 to 2003, it's also the second best-selling car of all time. And this this surprises me. The best-selling car of all time has been the Toyota Corolla. I did not know that. And it's just ahead of the Ford Model T. It's rare to see a Beetle in perfect shape or one with extremely low miles, and it's even more rare to see one that is both. Mm. Currently listed in Hemmings Motor News is a 1964 Beetle that has been driven only 23 miles since new and is in nearly perfect condition. What do you think the asking price is? Um, 400 grand. Nope. I bet it's higher than that. A million bucks. Wow. One really? One million dollars. One mm. million dollar. Okay. Uh, how, could, how could you preserve that? I'm going to get to that. Oh. According to the seller, this Beetle was purchased new in Beaverton, Oregon in 1964 as a backup for the owner's 1957 VW Beetle. Apparently, he never needed it, as it was promptly put into storage and never licensed, insured, or driven, and was only moved once. After two years of keeping the Beetle in a friend's storage unit, the owner constructed his own building and moved it there, where it sat from 1966 to 2016. Finished in black with a red and white interior, the Beetle looks as if it just rolled off the showroom floor. The window sticker is still attached, and the windshield wipers and hubcaps have never been fitted, and they are still in their boxes. Having always been stored inside under a sheet, it had until now never seen sunlight, according to the seller. Offsite correspondent uh, Kelsey alerted me to this. This is from Car and Driver. Mm. After the original owner died in 2014, his collection was passed on to his nephew, who is the person now selling the Beetle. Of course. He says the car was returned to running condition after coming out of storage without anything being done to affect its originality. This time capsule car could be the most original Beetle in the world, something that the ad emphasizes. But if $1 million is a bit steep, uh, can we suggest you or interest you in a 60,000 mile 1964 Beetle that's currently on eBay for a mere 5,500 bucks. There's not a chance in hell this guy's going to get a million dollars. Why? There's not. I think it's a marvelous car. I would love to own it, but it's not worth a million. I see. You're just driving down the price. Rarity? It's not rare. I just got done telling you. It's the second. 21 million Beetle bugs were produced. It's not a rare car. But to have it in that great shape after having been yeah, preserved? Yeah, but it's still a bug. It's nothing. It's like Herbie. <laughs> if it was a 1964 it? Porsche 356 under the same conditions with no miles on it, having never been driven and always uh, in protected storage, yes, that would get a million bucks. 
If they rolled that thing onto your car show, the auction, what's it called? Bear Jackson is Bear among there as many car auctions. Do you you don't think it would? Uh, what price do you range do you think it would get? You know oh. they have the story. It's been, you know, they would tell the story. It's been preserved and twenty three miles. Maybe I'm naive, uh, but one, I, one get a million, you'd say. I'm saying it wouldn't get a million. Although maybe there it would because you got rich people there who get drunk. And they're I trying to impress true. their 42-year-old girlfriend. I was just going to say, maybe what this car needs is Jerry Seinfeld to come along and maybe yeah, put a bit on it. Well, yeah, Seinfeld, I blame for, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll never be able to afford a Porsche 356, which is my favorite Porsche model ever, because Seinfeld's ruined the market because he paid a half mil for a rust bucket. So now everybody thinks they got a million dollars. On Golden Pond, just like yeah. on Golden Pond. I would love to own this. I think it's a neat piece of history. I think at auction it would go for, I can see it maybe getting to 200. Okay. But I can't believe anybody's going to give a mill. How about the nephew? Old Uncle Fred. You know, I loved him so. <laughs> anyway, what is the collection again? How much do I have? <laughs> well, you liquidated that. John, baby. do you think it's worth a mill? You're I, a VW bug guy. I, That's I from am. your era anyway. Well, uh, the, yeah, but they, I had a buddy who had one. It was the hardest car in the world to drive around in, but we did it all the time. Well, yeah, because you guys were hammered. Well, no, because I told you my theory just, on these. Yeah. My dad had one. Yeah. Uh, 1960. Mm-hmm. And, my th- and a bunch of his buddies did. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. A bunch of his buddies did. And my theory is that they were having a laugh. Yeah. That they were having a lark. None of them really needed to drive a car uh, in this state with uh, inadequate heaters and, and and every other thing that was went along with it. But I think they thought they were ahead of the curve. <laughs> what happened to your dad's car? It just it ran its course and let's sold it or got rid of it. Traded it in. On, he had buddies in the car business. Hmm. And one of his buddies was Schmeltz mm-hmm. at Schmeltz uh, Countryside. He had another buddy, uh, Phil Hesley, Aero Pontiac. Oh yeah, so on he, university. So he would. I think he got rid of the bug and got a Pontiac. Mm-hmm. So if you bought this Volkswagen, yeah, because a, a Porsche or whatever, you could at least drive around and go, hey, you know, look at this. This is cool. But the bug, nobody cares. Well, plus if you bought it. You'd be compelled not to drive it, right? Exactly. It, it would be a. It, it just would become garage art, and the, I don't think it's worth a million bucks as garage art. The only thing that makes it interesting is it only has twenty three miles. So why would you want to ruin that? Right. That's if, its. If, that's its virtue. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and 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 to your Porsche, you could drive it if you. I said if you had a nineteen sixty four Porsche three fifty six mm-hmm. under these same conditions with twenty three uh, twenty two miles on the clock, yeah. you wouldn't drive that either. Yeah, that's true. The whole point of owning it would be because it had 22 miles on it. <laughs> yep. Can we do something? What? Somebody's calling. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> yeah. Please, oh, uh, just just punch. It. Here, I'll do it. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, is this KSTP? Yes. What's up? You're on. You're listening. Uh, you've, you've reached Joe Souchere. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, That's okay. I love listening to you. I'm Thank you. Right. Take care, uh, buddy. Sorry to bother you. That's no, you're okay. not. Thank Listen you. to the podcast at garagelogic.com. I, I do. All right. I thank do. you. Well, you'll, hear your, today's show. You'll, hear, you'll, you'll hear yourself today. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take thank care, you. buddy. All right. All right. <laughs>
Okay. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't yeah. work. Sometimes it's kind of like, oh, whoops. Okay. Do we call that, folks? Uh-huh. Rolling the dice. People so are going to get used to the fact that we're around here from noon to 1.30. Hey, and I'm speaking of that, uh, before you run here, Joe, I want to make mention we are doing that uh, awesome event tonight with uh, some listeners at the Leonard Skinner concert. Yeah. Our winners are Mark Barrett, Scott Erickson, not the former Twins pitcher, oh. uh, Chad Solonek, Terry Scott, and Ben Westmoreland. They'll All of be... whom better be there at the opening gun. All of whom better be there on time. Right. So you can say, how you doing? How I'm are Such. you? See well, you later. I got to see a guy. <laughs> no, I got a thing. Joe, you're, you're, you're not going to be around long enough to see any Skinner? Is that what you're telling oh, us? Oh, God, I don't. We got Jamie Johnson, then Bad Company, on, and, yeah. and then Skinner. Freebird? Yeah. I'll talk to you about it off the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. GarageLogic.com is where you've found this garage logic podcast please don't forget to rate us on apple itunes whether it's good or bad we can take it and thank you for your patronage if you want to uh, send a message to joe it's gljoe at garagelogic.com rookie at garagelogic.com height is it j height j-h-e-i-d-t at garagelogic.com or reavers see reavers r-e-u-v-e-r-s at garagelogic.com Talk to you later. Thanks for tuning in.